the building. Everybody hands go up. And they stay there. And they say yeah. And they say there. Won't stop now. Whoa. Keep your hands up, get them in the sky for the homies that ain't making it. My folks locked down. Whoa. I never went nowhere. No. What they say in Luda's back. Yeah. Blame it on that conjure. The hood call it Luda Yak. Hey. And I'm on this foolish track. So I spit my foolish flow. Whoa. My hands go up and down, down. like strippers' booties go. Whoa. My verses still be serving. Tight like a million verses. Last time on a college remix. Now I'm on the original version. Ah. Can't never count me out. No. Y'all better count me in. No. Got 20 bank accounts. Accountants count me in.
All right. Hey, what's going on out there? How y'all doing today? Welcome to the show. The Talk with Mr. Talk. How y'all doing today? I got to get used to that. I changed the name. Yeah, I did. But anyway, how y'all doing out there today? Hope everybody's having a great, great day. And uh, your week has been pretty good also. All right, man, we got a good show for you today. I mean, we got some stuff that needs to be talked about today on the show. And that's what we're going to do. And But before we do, we're going to go and tell you how you can be a part of the show. You want to talk to me, Mr. Talk? No problem. The easiest way to do it, man, is just call me at 347-838-8622. Once again, 347-838-8622. You can email me at ericletslets.com. Talk at gmail.com. That's Eric. Let's talk at gmail.com. And our chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Oh, yes. <laughs> and um, yeah, those are all the ways you can participate. And you can talk to me. All right. Now, that's before during the show. Except for you try and call the show when I'm gone. I'm not on the air. You, you, no, I'm not going to answer that number. But anyway, if you have any other ways of contacting me, feel free. You know, if you have any ideas, any thoughts, any comments, hey, let's get it going. I want to say welcome to Sarge up in the chat room. What's going on, old man? I don't know what you're up to, but it's good to have you in the, in the place with me. All right. So. Uh, co-host P. Ross, she'll be along here shortly, maybe. <laughs> but until then, y'all have me, Mr. Talk, on the mic for you today. And uh, y'all know me, I get kind of long-winded sometimes, so don't blame me. Don't blame me. So go on. Um, so what are we going to do? This is what we're going to do. We're going to play one more song here real quick. Uh, make sure this computer is running like it's supposed to. Then we come back. We're going to hit the topics, man. We're going to start off talking about Brittany Griner. I have a lot to say about that right now. But give me about three minutes and we'll be right back. Maybe I'm blind Thinking I can see through this And see what's behind Got no way to prove it So maybe I'm lying But I'm only human after all I'm only human after all Don't put your blame on me Don't put your blame on me Take a look in the mirror And what do you see? You see it clearer Or are you deceived? What you believe Cause I'm only human after all And you're only human after all Don't put the blame on me Don't put your blame on me Don't put the blame on me. 
my opinion, don't ask me to lie And beg for forgiveness for making you cry For making you cry Cause I'm only human after all I'm only human after all Don't put your blame on me Don't put the blame on me All right, we're back. <laughs> Welcome to the show. One of my favorite songs, man. I tell you, one of my favorite songs. That song always gets me going. <laughs> the words are powerful. The words are powerful. Anyway, welcome back to the talk with Mr. Talk. And y'all know who I am. I'm Mr. Talk. Woo! All right. Co-host P. Ross will be along in a little bit, hopefully. But until then, you got me. Oh, you got me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm in a singing mood today. Anyway. As I mentioned before, we got a great show for you. We're going to talk a little bit about Brittany Griner, the six-year-old boy, first grader, the shortest teacher. And then we're going to backtrack a little bit to the um, 10-year-old down in Florida that was um, charged with groping, oh, man, groping the mental health teacher. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Just to keep you up to date on that one. And then, of course, we got a few other things here. Uh, and, of course, before we get out of here, we got to talk about that Martin Luther King. Um, you know what? Let's start off with that. Mar- that Martin Luther King dang on statue down in Boston, up in Boston, down in Boston, across in Boston, however you want to say it. I have no idea that artist was thinking. I I, I really don't. Now, I understand what he said is supposed to represent. All right. I understand that part of it. But the way it came out, heck no. Now, I'm not perverted. You know, I don't think initially in, in, in sexual innuendos or thoughts or anything like that. But the first thing I thought about when I saw that was a booty and somebody holding that booty up. I'm going to tell y'all like I I saw it. Some of y'all may get upset with me, but that's the way it looked to me. When I first saw it, you know, because they always show the picture before they explain anything. So I'm I'm sitting here looking at it on my computer like, what the heck is that? 
Uh, how is that supposed to represent Martin Luther King Jr.? Then it's a, and his wife, Coretta Scott King. How in the heck? What in the world? Is that a booty? That's a hand reaching around the booty? Is that an arm grabbing the underneath of the leg? What the heck is that so supposed to be representing Martin Luther King Jr.? Now, if you'd have put a face on it or something, but just to have that statue sitting there like that, man, that, who is that really representing? The freaky people in the world? That's what I think it's representing. Because, man, and there is no way, no way he could have gotten that out of there. <laughs> he got Martin Luther King Jr. out of that. I don't know what picture they gave him. I have no idea. But that, I don't think it was that. I, I really don't. You know, and, and it's it's strange. You know, it, it really is. Because, you see, then you see some beads. So you say, okay, that's a woman. Then you see a wet ring from this one I'm looking at right now. But that's all you see. And you see the hand with the ring under look like a cheek or, or thigh. The other hand wrapped around look like a leg or a thigh. And then you see, I'm sorry, I'm not perverted, but God dang. And Sarge, Sarge says, actually, it looks like something holding a big brown turd. And, and that's true, too, Sarge. I thought about that, too. I really do. And, you know, it's... It, it, just look at the thing. You're like, man, what? What was he thinking? <laughs> and he had the nerve. This guy name is um, what's this? This dude's name, Hank Willis Thomas. That's the artist's name, Hank Willis Thomas. Okay. <laughs> and um, yeah, it, it was some things. He entitled, he titled the thing the embrace which is supposed to feature two pairs of disembodied, well, which does feature two pairs of disembodied arms that appear to hold each other. All right. I don't know what they're holding, but it don't look like, well, they're holding each other all right, but not the way I don't think he, he's made it sound in here. The piece is, now listen to this. The piece is based on a 1964 photograph of King hugging his wife after he received a Nobel Peace Prize. Well, that must have been after the after party then, when, you know, they had all that champagne and stuff in them, and, you know, they got the little freak on, I guess. Maybe that's what he was thinking, because I don't see anything that says Nobel Peace Prize right here. <laughs> I, do, I see a lot of hugging, but not a Nobel Peace Prize. It, it, you see what I'm saying, y'all? And I'm not trying to be, as, as they say, crass, you know, or demented or uh, perverted, anything like that. But that's fact. <clears throat> that is fact. You walk up on that thing right there with no plaque explaining to you what this statue is, you wouldn't have any ideas representing somebody winning a Nobel Peace Prize. From look, I don't care what angle you look at it. You won't be able to get come to that conclusion. It's horrendous. And they're just, they're playing it up like it's the greatest thing since chicken noodle soup. (laughs) 
Now, all the other other um, statues and things you see, you know, they're figurative. They have heads on it. You can tell who it is. You can tell what they're doing, what have you. But not with this. Not with this. They, he went on to display that the embrace makes it notably difficult to ascertain which hands belong to which arms. Duh. <laughs> Duh. So you you like you did this purposely here, right? Okay. Yeah. Now he went on to say it's also noticeable that the fact that it honors Carada Scott Coretta, I'm sorry, Coretta Scott King, alongside Martin Luther King Jr., to whom she was married from fifty three nineteen fifty three until nineteen sixty eight. That's when he died, y'all, okay? Yeah. Yeah, he he got that part right. He did. He he definitely had that part right. <laughs> oh, so I, I had to get that in, y'all. That that originally was scheduled for the end of the show, but I I, I couldn't I couldn't hold that in right there. I had to get that out. <laughs> I mean, really, the embrace. Yeah, that's a good name, the embrace. But the question is, what the heck is it embracing? Huh? What is it embracing? Booty, turds, uh, 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 I, I have no idea. And you probably didn't either. Um, sorry, says, is the artist a secret cop profile or gay into phallic? Maybe, maybe he just sculptured a big middle finger at American values and traditional normalcy. Now, as funny as that sounds, um, uh, um, Sarge, that last little bit right there, <clears throat> about the American values and tradition of normalcy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that may be a good point there. That that actually that's a dang on good point. Yeah. I guess it's in, as they say, the eyes of the beholder. How you feeling when you look up and see that thing? <laughs> and and in addition, Coretta Scott King wasn't that dark. She wasn't a dark woman. Martin was, but she wasn't. Oh, but he couldn't have done that either. Because then somebody had been upset because it looked like a white woman hugging or something black. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see that happening either. I... <laughs> oh, man. Hey, Hank, next time, man, put a face on it, okay? Put a face or something on it so we, we can know what's going on. Because that right there, what you did... Unveil at all places, Boston, Massachusetts. No, dog, that's that's not it. That is definitely not it. Now that I have that piece of <laughs> nonsense out of the way, let's get to talking about something else, some more nonsense. You know, because, oh, speaking of nonsense, speaking of nonsense, let me go on and put this PSA out there right now. If you're expecting anything from Congress, if you expect anything from Congress these next two years, go on and cancel it, okay? Because nothing is going to happen. Uh, you heard it here. Nothing is going to happen besides a bunch of revenge investigations, uh, a bunch of uh, trying to cover your tracks, trying to get it. Yeah, that's all that's going to go on. That's That's it. So don't expect anything major out of Congress. This is a bunch of bickering back and forth and finger pointing. 
I mean, it's already started. It's already starting. Anybody else curious at how um, soon as um, uh, um, the Republicans took over the House, all of a sudden all these documents started showing up at buying houses now and the, <laughs> at the homes and businesses of, of the president? Anybody else think that, like, that's weird? And the other, the other strange thing about it is, these the first set was discovered in November. Now listen to what I'm saying. November supposedly, but the American public it, public was not made aware of it until January. Why is that? Why? <laughs> Woo! Now a lot of Republicans saying, well, they should treat him just like they treat Trump. And I find some validity in that. I do. But I also say it depends on how accommodating the president's staff is about finding these paperwork. Now, if they're going to do like, 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 you know, who did and just fight it and argue and what have you and want to pick and choose, then, yeah, send the FBI in, raid it. Let's get down to the bottom of it, which the American public would never know the just of it anyway. Let's be honest, because it's not meant for us to know. What they have going on right now is an inside fight. Y'all don't know it, but it's an inside fight going on right now. You see, who can get the best of who? I mean, it's not nothing new. However, it's normally not ramped up like it is right now. And this all is a fight to see who's going to have supremacy come 2024. When the presidential elections come around. Yeah. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Them two old white men that ran here the last time, yeah, both of them need to go away. Both of them need to go away. All right. I'm just going to say that's my opinion. You know, I don't prescribe to either political affiliation or anything like that or any political affiliation. (laughs) <laughs> I, I really don't because they're all full of crap yep I said it y'all know I usually don't cuss on my show but yep I said it they're full of crap and the more I look at it and research and read oh man it just begins to stink 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 but yeah they should investigate just like they investigated uh, um, Trumpy, um, yeah, before they raided, raided his joint. And if, if the Biden administration acts the same way his did, his group of people did, well, then, yeah, raid him too. Raid them all. You know. <laughs> Sarge says the statue on mishandling classified information is heedless of intent or inadvertence. It only requires recklessness or negligence. Yeah, sure it does. But in whose eyes? See, that's what you have to think about, Sarge. In whose eyes is it going to be reckless, considered reckless or negligence? You know, there are always ways to get around the way a law is written. Hence, what what um, Trump was trying to do, you know, 
I mean, really, really, it's it's one of those things where you like, okay, all right, yeah, whatever. We we down to tit for tat right now, and, and if we're honest, if we're honest, think about if you were in the in, in the White House and you were getting ready to leave, you you probably take some things you're not supposed to either, if just for a, a, a keepsake. I mean, let's be honest. So, you know, this big thing they making about it, okay, all right. But what is it? What is the contents of these so-called classified documents? And why, if they are humanly that uh, uh, classified or top secret, why isn't somebody uh, watching over them when this stuff is being packed? That makes a little sense, doesn't it? So the system isn't set. (laughs) The system isn't set up for them to be caught, okay? And in order for them to be caught, there's a lot of snitching going on. That's why you can't trust them, man. You can't trust a politician. You barely can trust you with who a person you call your best friend. No loyalty. No loyalty whatsoever. Let's let's look at it this another way. Do you really think if they were to go back and and research all the previous presidents' residences and business and warehouses, they wouldn't find any classified documents there? Are these the only two idiots that decided to take something from the White House they weren't supposed to? No. If you believe so, man, I got some land over on the on the sun I can sell you. Because that's the extent of how, how really irrelevant this mess is right now. Of course, these are my opinions of the way my logical mind thinks sometimes. But it's, it's, it's just that simple. If you do not want people taking classified documents from the White House, then when their staff is packing that stuff up, you put a guard or a agent or somebody there to make sure that is not what they are taking. Too easy. Too easy. But apparently it's not for the, 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 the top levels of our government. And they've gone even so far to say, well, now what we want to do, we want a log of everybody that visit visit the um, places where these classified documents were stored, were kept. For the Biden, for Biden now, they're talking about for Biden. Okay, <laughs> let's do that for Trump too at Mar-a-Lago. You know, and that's the crazy part. You know, they talk about working together and, and being just and open and honest or whatever. Oh, nowhere, 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 nowhere. Nowhere. It's just not happening. There's no honesty nowhere. This isn't something new, people. That's what I'm trying to tell you. This ain't something new. It's old. They've been doing it for years. But now they need it as as backup. 
And that's what that's why we're having this little battle. That's why we having this battle. But we shall see. We shall see. Um McCarthy took him umpteen times to get um times to get elected speaker of the house and first thing he want to do is defund the IRS. What the heck? Defund take money from the IRS, get you know that was set aside for 187,000 workers. That was supposed to investigate all those other people that weren't paying their share of taxes. A lot of them were investigators. And they gonna take the day. They gonna take money from that. Say nope, it ain't happening. We're not doing it. Now for low level income individuals like you and me, either way, either way, we know if we make a one mark wrong on our tax form, they coming after us. But that high echelon of folk, yeah, whatever. Nothing is said about them doing anything wrong until, you know, they get do something really catastrophic and get caught and they can't get out of it. Then everything has to come out. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> it's, just, it's just the way it is, man. It's just the way it is. And for these next two years, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. It, it, well, yeah, I might as well say two years. We're still in January. Yeah, it, it's it's just going to be funny and pathetic at the same time. It really is. It's going to be funny. Grown people up here, and y'all so worried. About, oh, Lord. Anyway, so I just thought I'd throw that out there. <laughs> yeah, I'd throw that out there. So let's, let's get to... Um, this thing here about Brittany Griner. Yeah, before we talk about Brittany, how many of y'all aware that uh, last Thursday there was a, a Navy veteran that was released from a Russian jail? His name is Taylor Dudley, 35-year-old. And, uh, yeah. Apparently, he traveled to Poland for a music festival, but somehow crossed the Russian border and was arrested. Yeah. I mean, he was on the hill for nine months. But the, the, the interesting part is nobody was traded for him. No one whatsoever. And it was done so quietly. I don't think a lot of people realize it even happened. And that, that just goes back to make you wonder a little bit, huh, about the Brittany Griner situation. Why? Why? Now, a lot of the, the, the families are, are getting upset at, at Brittany because uh, they say she should be working hard or trying to get those that's over there um, um, released. Let's, let's be honest, y'all. Brittany Griner ain't got no juice in that kind of uh, um, situation. Hey, you forget, she was a prisoner herself. I mean, what juice would you, you think she would hold to get somebody released? Heck, she probably went back over there and probably arrest her again. Just because. <laughs> so, 
stop with all that nonsense about she should be helping. What is she going to help? Hell, she got to deal with some stuff of her own. Yes, some stuff of her own, mentally, physically, just period. So stop expecting that girl to, 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 yeah, I called her a girl. Stop expecting that girl to, you know, be super uh, prison release woman now because it's not going to happen. She has nothing those countries want. Nothing. And I'm sorry for the families that have people detained. I am. And I wish it never happened. I do. However, (laughs) however, they got caught. Now, whether they're legally or illegally, it doesn't matter. They got caught. Now, bringing us to that part, um, bringing us to that part, the Brittany Griner story I want to talk about. Now, last what within the last week and a half, Brittany Griner was given the Arizonian of the Year Award. Okay says, you know, State of Arizona of the Year, Citizen of the Year Award, okay? <laughs> and I really laughed when I heard that. I, I, I laughed, and you're going to laugh too. Now, that award was given, you know, to the best one, and a lot of individuals were upset because it was given to, them to um, Tillman, Pat Tillman. And for those that don't know who Pat Tillman was, he was a, a professional football player in the NFL, and he turned down a very lucrative contract to go to war and be a uh, Green Beret. I think it was Green Beret. Yeah. Oh, one of them elite groups. But anyway, while he was over there, he was killed in action. There's still some controversy of whether it was actually by enemy fire or friendly fire. But that's for a whole nother time. So, People are saying, "How can you give it to him? Then turn around and give it to her." And you know what? I'm 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 tending to side with those that say, "How can she get that award? How? You broke the law. There's no there's no if ands or but about it. She broke the law. That's was why she was arrested. Now." I can say, well, maybe there are some circumstances behind that that, you know, enhanced her chances of being arrested during that time because it's no secret she'd been playing in Russia for three, four years already. And I'm sure that's not the first time she brought um, those cartridges into the country. However, this time they stopped her. Army Ranger. Tillman was an Army Ranger, y'all, okay? Um Okay, Sars, thank you. And Sars said his death was proven to have been as a result of friendly fire. Okay. Now, back to Brittany. <laughs> that makes it even worse, doesn't it? Now back to Brittany. Brittany broke the law. She knew she couldn't bring that stuff over there. Now, she may have been sliding by, as I said before, and this time with, with, with Russia getting ready to go to war with Ukraine, oh, we needed something. We need something. Who coming over here got a little got a little high profile activity to him? Yeah, I say high profile activity. <laughs> How many of them got that? 
Oh, here she comes right now. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. So, she broke the law. So, the state of Arizona gave Citizen of the Year Award to someone who broke the law and was detained in another country because you broke that country's laws. Now, I don't think she should have got that award. I don't. But, you know, I didn't do the vote, and we all know uh, sometimes people think with their feelings and not their, their minds, which is scary in itself to think. But, yeah, she shouldn't have got that award. I, I'm agreeing with everybody else. Now, I know some of you out there saying, yes, yeah, she could because she was a prisoner. Well, hell, you see a whole lot of prisoners in the United States come out. They don't get no citizen of the state award. Tyler Dudley. I'm sure he's not going to get one no, for whatever he did. Now, here's the other interesting thing that that, that is really – how can I say it? Getting under my saddle. Some people say I'm, I sound country. I'm going to say, here's something else that's really getting under my saddle that's, that's really driving me nuts. So stop. You know, if people, you know, this, today it, it's scary because people are really afraid of words. Uh, they have to really, they in their labels. Y'all know how I feel about labels. Labels suck. I don't think we should, we let people label us and we label ourselves and we shouldn't. We shouldn't. But anyway, the Louisiana legislature condemned the release of Brittany Griner instead of Paul Whelan. Okay. Now, we talked about both of these individuals before. The administration say, well, they tried. Russia was like, no. We can only take what they say for now until we find some more information. But that's the that's the thing about it. But the Louisiana <laughs> legislature. Man, these, these folks, during a quarterly meeting, the GOP committee, and see, there you go, the GOP committee. The GOP committee. That's all I'm going to say on that. Um, yeah, I just told you about them labels. Supported a resolution condemning this change. You know, and nobody, no member basically objected once a reference was removed men- mentioning Griner as a woke gay woman was removed from the statement. Okay. Um, let's see. what What else was it? The this phrase that was removed was um, LGBT woke. LGBT woke. Y'all know I said the alphabet people. You know, but that key word right there is woke. Oh, they, you know, what's up with that word woke? Why is there such a problem with the word woke? You wake up every day, you walk around woke, hopefully. Awake or whatever, but anyway, I'm not. I'm not going. There. Anyway, um, yeah. It, it seems like anytime these people are mentioning this, that's one of the first things they bring up. 
She's a part of LGBT. She supported Black Lives Matter. She's a black gay woman. She plays in the WNBA that supports uh, 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 abortion or whatever. Why, y'all? Why? Be happy the girl is out from under there. That's what you should be happy for. But you in this out there uh, are wanting to pick sides. Like I said before, it's not like she had any juice. She had a lot of a lot of strong uh, um, organizations behind her, and she never, um, they never let uh, the issue uh, remain out of the media. Now you can give her her team that part because they they worked hard. But the bottom line was it wasn't nothing she did. It wasn't. The sides get caught. And go to prison in Russia. That's what that was her contribution. That was her contribution. But I ain't no, nobody want to worry about that. Only thing you want about that she's gay and she's black and she's uh, whatever. Who cares? Who cares. Paul Whalen is a white, you can't even say former Marines because he was dishonorably discharged. <laughs> they don't like to say that they're Marines once they be dishonorably discharged. You know, that was arrested and detained for something totally different. And he has a history of doing but you don't want to look at all that. You just want to listen to the to, to, to the raw raw that's going on about it. You know that 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 is the crazy part. That really is. Stop worrying about that. Should she has had gotten um the award? Heck no. No, she shouldn't have got that award. Did she break the law? Heck yes. Was she released? Um, yeah, she was. For for that other guy, the the, the bomber guy. So, yeah, she was. But what then? <laughs> you know what I mean? What I mean, really? If that other country don't want to give you up, you're not leaving. You should know that already. Hey, that's like being arrested in a, in another county on an arrest warrant. If they, you know, and you got other charges somewhere else, if they say, nope, you're not leaving until you, we deal with you, you're not going anywhere. It's the same thing with the countries. Stop worrying about that. Oh, my gosh. Sarge, I don't know about all that, man. Sarge says, woke crystallizes all of the worst tendencies of the Eviro lunatic, gender-muddled, obligaric, authoritarian, fascist, globalist, race, and identity-obsessed mania left. That's a whole lot of labels and name-calling there, Sarge, in a very polite, intelligent way. 
And that proves my point. What, what that has to do with the left or the right? You saying there's no woke individuals on the right? And if you believe that, man, you really, you, you, you living out in, in, in the center field somewhere. And what the heck is this left or right? What is that? More nonsense so you can uh, uh, fall in and be conditioned and propagandized to believe whatever that side is that you, you, hey, I don't care. I'm not on the left. I'm not on the right. I think all y'all are idiots. And the most of you anyway. These are some pretty decent people, but a lot of them are idiots on both sides. Because you're too darn on stubborn to realize that basically y'all saying the same thing. Y'all just trying to achieve it in different ways. Dang! But you're so hard-headed and, and confrontational, you won't stop long enough to, to think about it and then realize that's what's happening. But that's the world of politics, isn't it? That's the way the world goes. Yeah. But anyway, you know, they didn't have any written record of, of this this condemnation. So that's they're not the first group to do that. And as I said before, I'm, I'm not standing up and saying, well, she was innocent, blah, blah. No, I'm not saying that because, yes, she broke the law. Yes, she did. Yes, of another country. And don't you expect the United States to do that if somebody overseas came over here breaking the law to arrest them and put them under two? So why wouldn't you expect it to happen in other countries? Now, that, that un what was the word? Um unwillfully detained or something like that. Well, she wasn't detained properly. That they, they knew that was a lie from the get go. And I'm surprised I'm really surprised Russia did not uh, keep her longer because she broke the dang gone law. She did. She broke the law. A major arms dealer with international contacts that can aid Russia and Putin for a cannabis intoxicated athlete. <sighs> and there's nothing wrong with cannabis, Sarge. The white people in the government told you there was something wrong with cannabis. But there ain't nothing wrong with cannabis. It's a, it's a plant that grows, man. You ain't never heard nobody over DM from smoking weed, have you? Nope. Not at all. But they want you to believe it's bad. But you know what? It's all right. And, and like I said before, do y'all really think the United States is going to release this guy without uh, having some kind of way to track him and find out what he's doing? Do y'all, I mean, those that really believe in your government, do you think your government is that dumb? You know, and, and, and the media, they just blow it up, depending on what side you're on. Oh, it was a horrible trade. Maybe it was, and maybe it wasn't. And Sarge, I follow the WNBA religiously, so, yeah. 
Sarge said it was a lousy diplomatic trade. The U.S. got played. Yeah. See, for someone, Sarge, and I'm not insulting you or anything, but, I, you know, me, we didn't had our conversations. And as American as you are, as rah-rah as you are, law-abiding as you are, do you really believe they let that guy go without having some way to track him? Do you really believe that? And much noise people make about tracking the United States citizen being tracked. Do you really think they're going to let this guy go without having a way to track him? Sit down and really think about that. So the statement the USA got played, hmm, did they? Question mark. Did they? Hmm. You better think about it. You better think about it. Because (laughs) I don't believe so. I don't believe so. Now, this is just me thinking the way I think, okay? I I believe that um they saw it as an opportunity to gather more information. And they say, Well, yeah, now is the time. So I say he doesn't have to be tracked. Putin will probably give him a secure office in the Kremlin. Yeah, no, that ain't happened. He didn't give him no secure office. (laughs) Secure office? Really? What's secured? Ain't nothing. Anyway, but yeah, so y'all leave Brittany alone. All right? Brittany, she was used as a pawn by both countries, by both leaders, both state departments. You know, she just was used just like he was. So let her get on with get on. You know, in the big scheme of things, yeah. Now, here's here's the other thing. Sarge says all he has to do is to make phone calls to his contacts. Thank you, Sarge, for helping me out right there. Exactly. That's all he got to do, make phone calls to his contacts. Isn't that quite easy? <laughs> Whether you're in a secure office or not. That's all I'm saying, Sarge. Thank you for helping me make my point there. All right, let's get to this six-year-old, man. I, I want to talk about this six-year-old little boy, first grader that shot um, his teacher. And um, the authorities are saying that it was not unintentional in other words he meant to do it he meant to do it yeah oh oh man hold up y'all i gotta take a short short break and then i'll be right back all right and we're gonna talk about this six-year-old boy so get up go and get you more drink and use the facilities whatever you got to do and we'll be back here in about three minutes all right see you in a minute 
y'all i'm back now oh <laughs> welcome back to the show i'm your host mr talk hey we apologize for those 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 issues we're having today with the computer but we're working our way through it we're working our way through it all right so as we were talking earlier uh yeah so y'all lay off brian all right ain't, ain't too much ain't too much ain't too much she could do oh she was used as a pawn by both countries and I, I do personally believe that United States didn't release this guy without a plan, okay? A plan. Trust me on that one. Um, 
So let's move on here. Let's talk about that six-year-old boy that shot his teacher down in Norfolk, Virginia, at Rich Nick Elementary School. Yeah. Now, I've I've seen the name of this school kind of like in just felt two different ways. So I'm going to go with the <laughs> Rich Nick, okay? Because I saw it spelled Rich Nick at one, on one article. I'm like, maybe that was a typo or something. But, yeah. The most of them articles I've read and, and looked at, it says Rich Nick, N-I-C-K, elementary. All right, so anyway, just had to get some clarity on that. Um, the little boy shot his teacher. Apparently, he brought a, a, a 9 millimeter Taurus pistol to school in his backpack. And while the teacher was giving instructions, he pulled it out and shot her, point blank. Blah, blah. She was shot in the hand and thigh and stomach or something like that. But anyway, he shot her. And um, reports came out that are coming out that he did it intentionally. Okay. All right. So automatically we think, okay, this child got some issues going on here. He's got some issues. Something is wrong. Something is wrong. But as always, as I start digging and reading and, you know, some things just don't make sense, y'all. It really doesn't. And from the reports and, and research I did from last week all the way up to the show, there's some other things that's been added that really throw some questions on this whole situation now. It, it really does. Now, I'm going to say, as the teacher, before she, you know, failed and fainted from her injuries, she made sure that all the children went out of the class and were safe. And so we applaud her for that. We really do. Okay? <laughs> so, you know, so y'all give y'all something to cheer about. I know some of y'all say, Mr. Talk, you didn't say nothing about her being a... Okay, I said it. They called her a hero for making sure all the kids were safe before she sought help for herself. Whoop, whoop, whoop. All right. Y'all hear the sirens going off, right? I don't have my sound effects anymore. Maybe I'll get those put back in. But anyway, now... Last week, last week when this story came out, it said the school only had one, one metal detector, and it was in the library. And also said that they randomly checked the students. Now, they randomly checked the students and that this one particular, this child was not checked that day. Now, that's what the report said last week. This week, there's an administrator that has come out supposedly and said it was known the boy may have had a weapon in his possession, but no weapon was found upon searching his backpack. Now, we're talking about a six-year-old backpack. (laughs) Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Work with me now. Six-year-olds do not carry that much in their backpack. Come on. First grader. A first grader. And whoever supposedly searched this backpack sure did a shoddy job. So how are you going to search a backpack and don't find a weapon in it that you claim the little boy pulled out, that they claim the little boy pulled out the backpack? 
So what kind of search did you do? And put it back and get, let him go on by his way. Now, they won't name the administrator or what their job was in the school. But they, they won't even say any of that. But you said administrator says they checked his, his backpack and no weapon was found. In that case, then, where did he get the weapon from? That's a big question right there. If it wasn't in his backpack, where did he get it from? You telling me this six-year-old young boy was smart enough to hide this weapon somewhere where he knew he wouldn't be, after he got checked, he would go and pick the weapon up and put it back in his backpack. That's what you want me to believe about a six-year-old, his, his mental capacity and understanding to do that. Also, new information came out this week that said it is still not clear how the school learned about the weapon. What in the world? First, you search the weapon, you search the backpack for a weapon, but you can't tell us how you found out he may have had a weapon. Or how this so-called administrator missed finding the weapon in his backpack. That's, that's just not adding up. And the shooting apparently took place two and a half the searching of the backpack. The search of the backpack. Two and a half hours. So where did this child go? Within that, after that, within that two and a half hour period, the way he wasn't supervised by a teacher, to where he can actually take a backpack, find his weapon, and bring it and put it and bring it back to the classroom. That's what you want me to believe. <laughs> just, just saying it out loud like that just made me laugh. Either there is some real serious incompetence at this school or somebody is telling a lie trying to cover their behinds. Because that storyline right there doesn't add up at all. And the biggest and best thing is, where did this boy get this weapon from? How, well, not where, but how? How did he get this weapon? We still haven't been told that part either. Where and how did he get this weapon? Was it secured in the house? Said his mother bought the weapon legally. Still no answer on that part either. Yeah, the mom, because they keep saying the mom, and I haven't heard them say anything about the father yet, but, yeah, the mom could face some charges if it's found that she did not store the weapon properly. Hmm. Yeah. But where? Where did this boy hide this weapon at, supposedly? 
Now, one story said the teacher was reportedly attempting to confiscate the gun from the child when she was shot. One said she had her hands up. There's just too much going on in this story right now. Oh, yeah, and then the school came out and also said now that they're going to add more metal detectors. So why did you have the dang on first one in the library anyway? Right? Why? 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 <laughs> That's all. I mean, I'm I'm just saying. Well, I look at things, y'all. I'm sorry. It, it just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. One parent said that um, the shooting was the failure of multiple security measures, including metal detectors, of which he says the school has just one in the library. But students are checked randomly. Now, that's what, yeah. Help me out, y'all. Because this is just (laughs) backwards as heck. Who checked it? How did you check it? Did you just stick your hand in it? Did you pull all the contents out on the table? How did you check it? Did you run it through an x-ray machine? Did you make him go through the metal detector? How did you check this bag and miss this weapon? In a sixth grader's backpack. And then after everything was over, they found the weapon and a cell phone laying by the backpack. A weapon and the weapon and (laughs) a cell phone laying by the backpack. Just something about this whole thing just doesn't sound right to me. I'm sorry. Now, I'm not a traditional conspiracy individual i'm not but when it's when it doesn't when it doesn't add up it just don't add up it, it doesn't and maybe I, i'm i'm out there on this one but yeah no no you know and, and i see you pnk i get you to you in a minute and you know that takes me down to um a story i talked about uh I think a couple of weeks ago, about the 10-year-old down in Florida that's facing charges for groping, (laughs) listen to this, for groping a mental health school um, person, teacher, whatever they do. The school's health mental health person, put it that way. Now, this is the the, the, the adult says that they were coming in from recess, and the little boy saw her and ran and running toward her, and she turned sideways because she see he was going to hug her. Number one, you turning sideways because you see the little black boy going to hug you. But anyway, and then, and then, dun, 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 you decide you're going to turn to your side, and he hugged you. You say he put one hand around your waist and the other hand around your shoulder, and he cupped her breast before she pushed him off. Now, that's what the, 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 the lady said, okay? That's what the lady said. 
But once again, <laughs> I don't know. This story ain't adding up because there were only two people there. Duh, they were only two people there, him and her. Him and her. Yeah. <laughs> that, that That is just just unbelievable, man. It really is. Now this 10-year-old boy, yeah, they suspended him. Okay, the lady he hugged was the district mental health counselor at Holly Hill School, whom she accused of groping her. Yeah. Really? A 10-year-old. Now, I'm not saying 10-year-old boys are are squeaky clean. We We know they aren't. We know they aren't. Oh, yeah, and she also added that, um, you know, when he was walked away, he smiled and winked. <laughs> I don't know what kind of show this this one, which this woman been watching, but really, he smiled at you and winked, huh? Yeah. And because of this, okay, here's what the council said. The count, turn, she turned sideways to give a side hug. The student put his left arm around her shoulder, and then with his Right hand, he reached and grabbed her left breast in which she had to grab his wrist and remove his hand. The explanation states that the student proceeded to smirk and walk away and later began yelling and kicky things and stormed off when his primary teacher called him to ask about the event. Now, this is the, listen to it, this is the district Okay, the district mental health council counselor. <laughs> you know, it isn't that scary. Woo! Um, the employees filed a uh, uh, suits, you know, about the incident, which was reported as simple battery, and it happened at eleven thirty a.m. to noon. The report states the council saw the student running toward her and turned her body, blah, 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 blah. We didn't said that already. Okay, the report also notes that the primary teacher in the classroom did not witness the incident but tried to talk to the student about it afterwards. Yeah. And, then of course, the, the report says there were no witnesses, so it's his word against hers. His word against hers. Who you think they're going to believe? Because she's the district mental counselor. <laughs> oh, and why are you just turning to get a little boy a side hug anyway? No, well, anyway. So basically, that that is on. Um, it's basically on standstill right now because the family has actually filed suit against uh, the school board. Yeah, the family attorney. Uh, let's see. The pre-suit notice states that the 10-year-old, okay, was unlawfully and wrongfully suspended for 10 days without due process and in violation of Volusia's own policies. And that's Volusia County, y'all, down in Florida, okay? Wrongfully subjected to law enforcement interrogation and charged for criminal battery. 
public humiliation, accused of a crime of a serious nature, and put into the criminal justice system forever. Also accuses the school district of continuously denying the family from having legal representation at meetings and trying to extract statements, evidence, and testimony from this child and his family to misuse in its appeal decision and pending litigation. The lawyer said they plan to file a lawsuit in federal court, but since it will include state claims, Florida requires the pre-suit notice followed by a six-month waiting period before filing. She says that the lawsuit would address violations of the boys' due process rights and equal protection under the 14th Amendment, as well as potential Civil Rights Act violations. In the meantime, Williams, which is the attorney, says they will be filing complaints against the school district with the Office of Civil Rights, in addition to complaints against involved administrators and educators of the U.S. Department of Education. Yeah. So that's where that, that sits at right now. And I just wanted to keep you all abreast of what's happening when I'll be following it. I, I will. And I'll let you all know what happened with both cases, actually both cases, because I want to I want to see what's going to go on. You have a six year old and 10 year old. OK. One accused of shooting his teacher, the other one accused of groping his, uh, 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 <laughs> a teacher, a counselor. Let's see how this is going to turn out, y'all. I know I, my inquiring mind wants to know. Yes, it does. Because <laughs> I want to know what's going on. Y'all want to say, man, make sure you're talking to your children and, and making them aware of situations. I mean, they may not think it's one thing, but that don't mean the other person does. Uh, and and it, it's scary that we're at that point, especially when it comes to adults and, and, and children now. Really? But we shall see. All right. Anyway, before I move on, I, I talked about a lot here in the last 30 minutes. So let me bring P. Yankee in. Lord, help us all um, and see what he has to say. All right, P. Yankee. I hope you're there. Once this thing quits spinning. All right, we're going to try it again. All right. Are you there, P. Yankee? Yeah, how you doing, Eric? Uh, happy New Year, man. Well, same to you. Yep, I'm here. Yeah, I see you got your uh, photograph on the side. I never knew you looked like that. That's making me very uncomfortable, P. Yankee. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, it's the truth. I've never seen you real. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, you know, you shouldn't have put your picture up there. He, you know what you're opening yourself up for. <laughs> hey, look. No, I didn't listen. I just dropped by to say Happy New Year to you. But on this particular story, actually these two last stories with the gun and the, this hugging, that kid done anything, done nothing wrong. It's just the way this woman is perceiving things. He didn't do anything wrong. And uh, I don't know what to tell you, man. This, this uh, Things just all jacked up nowadays. And I'm glad to see the attorney go the route that they're going because the child was not afforded his 14th Amendment procedure due process 
right. And they that should. They should press charges. But, uh, man, there's some strange things going on out here in society today because of these new cultures and so forth and a lack of proper education at the 10-year-old and before age, and thus you have what you have. But I don't want to take up much of your time. I just want to make no, sure you were safe. Because you just said something there. Uh, um, what type of precautions would you have to take for the six from 6 to 10 years old? What type of precautions are you talking about? Education. Is the education how you bring that child, uh, introduce that child to circumstances at his age in the world? You're supposed to perfect some respect for authority, which you don't see in the schools. It's supposed to start off in the home. If you don't have respect for authority in the home, when you go to school, you don't have respect for authority. Then when you get out into the public and have interactions like interactions with the police, you don't have show respect for authority. Then it develops into other things, well, which is exploited. So you mm-hmm. telling the child, don't hug anybody that's not family, basically. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you something. My grandson, and I'm not oh. going to be too explicit when he used to go to uh, dancing performances with his group, he always had some adults wanting to pick him up. So, oh, he's so cute. And I had to get on one for doing that. I said, you don't mm-hmm. be picking up other people's kids and hugging them like that. You know what I'm saying? I, so, I can yes. Yeah, I can understand that logic. When you explain yeah, it like you- that, you're not supposed to. You're supposed to tell your kids. Don't be letting people be hugging on you. You tell them no, mm. because uh, every uh, it might be a Joe Biden. You know how he is. Oh. Have been said to be. Well, I said that about <laughs> But yeah, I understand your point. You're right. You're right there. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I can understand that. Yeah. But so if you don't train your kids right. For instance, let me tell you something. One thing you're supposed to teach your children, amongst many things, young ones, if they're walking down the street and they look behind them and it's a stranger following them, then they're supposed to run. If they're far from home, they should run to a house and knock on the door or go into a store and call somebody. That's what I was taught. That's what I taught my kids to do. And I'm sure that you would agree that that there is a good practice, a good lesson plan for your child. That is, you know, they're not going to be standing there fighting an old adult. And you don't. And you know, there has been cases where uh, people have pulled up. And this one case happened in Detroit of recent in a van. And these, uh, this is a white lady, and these black kids was walking along, and somewhere or another, she got them to get in the van. So she made the mistake of doing a traffic violation, causing her to be pulled over by the police. And the police asked her, is these your kids? And at the same time, he was looking at the kids. The kids shook their head no. Mm. So that raised a suspicion, mm. and which led to her arrest for kidnapping. Mm. Well, the kids shouldn't have got in the damn truck in the beginning. It was True. more them than it was her. And those are things you're supposed to teach them. Hoop and holler and all kind of other things that you should do. 
I like that. However, <laughs> and there is no however. Good points. Those are good points. And and maybe that's what what um, the lesson would be coming out 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 of this whole situation. However, now as far as the gun is concerned, I don't know. You know, this child had to see uh, these type of actions going on with that gun at home. You're absolutely right. Parents are supposed to make sure that that weapon is out of the reach of children. Uh, matter of fact, uh, there was a lesson plan that's made for kids that's put out by the National Rifle Association that uh, is, is called Eddie Eagle. And it basically teaches a child, and through many exercises, coloring books, and and rhythm and rhyme that uh, when you see a gun, you're supposed to stop, uh, get away, and go get an adult. And, uh, you know, my grandson would go around to a couple elementary schools and work with some class, pass out material that come with the lesson plan, and uh, go over that with the kids so well, well, they would learn something. Yankee, this, this was a, a total situ- different situation, though. You know, and the, the stories that came out, earlier compared to now are just not matching up with what first was told about what happened. Administrators, they won't say it, but say they checked the, the child's backpack. No weapon was found. But once he shot the teacher, they say he pulled the weapon out of his backpack. What kind of search was done on this child? They said, he, yeah, he was searched. What kind of child, what, what kind of search was done then? You're talking about a sixth grader's backpack. You're not talking about a high schooler or a college student. A sixth grader. What is he going to well, have? What about the, you high, got high, this stuff going on. Irresponsible. Look at a kid down in Texas. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, no, no, we're we staying right here right now. We're staying right here. So, even with that, where did this kid get this weapon from, and how did he get have time to go and get the weapon wherever he hit it at, put it back in his backpack, and make it all the way to the classroom, and nobody knows. Well, I couldn't tell you, Eric. Uh, exactly. exactly. Somebody ain't doing what they're supposed to do. Right. And somebody's trying to cover their behind. That's the point I'm trying to make here, because the stories just aren't adding up anymore. But I got somebody else who wants to come in. But thank you, Pianki. Happy New Year to you. Yeah, Pianki. happy New Year to you again, and I'll talk to you later. Be careful. All right. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. All right, let's see. Triple one, triple one. All right, wait a minute. Hold on. Let's see. I don't know why my computer acting trippy today. All right, triple one. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? What do you got for me? I ain't triple one. You know me. No, I do. Who are you? Man, (laughs) actually, I decided since I heard my brother Bianca come on, I said, man, Uh, make this a one-two punch. I think I'll follow him up with the with the overhand right as he uh-huh. put the jab on. Yeah. What's going on, Sarge? How you been? That's all good, man. I hope you had a – I haven't spoken to you since last year before. I know, right? <laughs> so it's yeah. been me. Yeah, How's your been. family doing? Everybody doing well? Did you have a, a happy holiday? And a happy yeah. Martin Luther King Day, for that matter. All, all of the above. All of, Okay. Yeah, well, you know, how, you know how I feel about Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Especially since they didn't came out with that statue, we done been over that already. <laughs> <laughs> we sure have. 
Okay. Man, look here. Yeah. Now, I know we're talking about Joe Biden today. And, uh-huh. uh, you know, and, and Joe Biden kind of his little Carson Thompson. Everybody talking about them documents and whatnot. But I got something about Joe Biden that's even a little bit more disturbing for me. It's even more disturbing than his very serious, apparent misuse of mishandling classified documents. And that is this tendency he has at certain public venues, by my count, at least four times since he's been president and a couple times on the campaign trail, where he talks about this theme. He says, I need to tell my conservative friends something. If you're going to go up against the American government, you don't need an AR-15. You need an AR-15. You need an F-15 because we got nukes. Now, he said, now the last time he did this before the National Action Network, he didn't mention nukes. But once again, he mentioned AR-15s and F-15s. And I'm kind of thinking to myself, you know, Abraham Lincoln didn't talk about the Confederacy like that when he was fighting the Civil War. And here we got a president who regularly invokes the specter of the federal government either nuking or sending fighter bombers to bomb American citizens. Now, I mean, I mean, don't you think that's a little bit curious? At this point, Sarge, I don't find anything they do uh, uh, curious. No, I'm talking specifically about Biden. No, not anybody else. Yeah. The man who is the president of the United States, the man who is the commander-in-chief of the armed forces of the United States. Okay. And the man was the vice president at one time. Oh, I'm, I'm yeah, aimed. it's not worth like 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 what's his name said. It's not worth a bucket of warm spit, but still, exactly. it's significant if the president dies. Honestly, Sarge, what I'm trying to get at is, in the big picture, this they all do it. For some reason, these two well, are. I've like, never heard a president make remarks like that. Never, never, you never. never? No, no, never. I have never heard a president. Make remarks like that repeatedly. Never. I follow the presidency and presidential history and presidential speeches. And again, I'd like to remind you of Abraham Lincoln, who had to fight a civil war, and he never referred in that manner to Confederates, the population of the Confederacy. Man, we ain't going to talk about Abraham Lincoln because he was a fraud, too. <laughs> well, I'm just saying he was actually fighting a war against fellow Americans. He never talked like that. <sighs> Talking the need to put down the rebellion. I'm gonna have to go he, he and find. He about the need to put down the rebellion, but he never I'm spoke gonna, in well, those terms. I'm gonna go and find that clip and see what you're talking about because I haven't seen that clip. Well, I heard you can find four of them. I'll tell you where they were. All right, four of them. He said that. he didn't say it just once. Since he's been president, he has done this at least three times. I think four. Okay, well, so, only this time he didn't mention nukes. He didn't mention nuclear weapons. Shoot me the articles in the chat room, all right? Now, now think about it for a minute now, now um, uh, uh, Eric. Now, think about this now, honestly. Okay. I'm, we, I'm had a, we, had, we had nuclear weapons in 1945. First time the United States had, had nuclear weapons. We had a war against the Red Communist Chinese in 1950. When the Chinese intervened, well, first of all, when the North Koreans intervened, they almost defeated the U.N. forces in the United States Army, pushed them all back to boots on perimeter, 
and they met, you know, MacArthur made that thing in Incheon, and they pushed out from Pusan Brim and ran North Koreans all the way to the Yalu River. Now, even when the North Koreans were on the verge of defeating the United States Army, they wouldn't talk about dropping nukes on the North Koreans. And then when the Chinese intervened and, and, and inflicted another military defeat on the United Nations and the United States Army, the president, they, they, even then, they weren't going to put nuclear weapons on the Chinese. But here's this guy referring to nuclear weapons in the American populace. And you'll find that a little bit concerning specifically. You know what I find concerning? That this same argument was used when Trump was in office. That's what I find concerning. When did Trump ever threaten the use of nuclear weapons against the American populace or imply that he might? It might be done. Oh, he implied it quite a few times. No, I want you to give me a specific time he did it. Please. I, I, don't worry. Specific, I, now. Don't say just don't be vague no, about I'm it. Not, I'm not, not about it. See, I, I know what I'm talking about, Sarge. I will get you the information. However, yeah, give I, me the information where Trump implied a use of nuclear oh, weapons against American citizens. Repeatedly, now, not just once offhandedly, but repeatedly. Sarge. They have, uh, okay. Nuclear weapons. We have them. They have them. Everybody lies about what they have, <laughs> how many they have. You know, honestly, if they're going to do it, they're going to do it. But I don't think neither none of them have the balls enough to do it either way. Now, they'll drop a bomb on you. Yeah. They'll, they'll drop a, uh, uh, get to get one of them drones and drop some crap on you. Yeah. But it's not, this is not nothing new. The, the only United States government official that I know of whoever bombed the United States probably, remember not government official, not a civilian, but the government that you ever use aircraft to bomb uh, an American population was a Democrat man named Wilson Good in Philadelphia when the move thing went down. I don't know if anybody else has ever done it. Mm, you better go back and check history. I, I've checked it repeatedly. They talk about Tulsa. Those are civilians yeah. and civilian aircraft. They weren't that's government aircraft. And they were improvised <laughs> explosives. They took kerosene bottles and naphtha, and they dropped them down. Yeah. There. Incendiary, improvised oh, incendiary bombs. A bombing is a bombing, isn't it? I understand it, but it wasn't done by a government official. What I'm trying to make is a government official saying this, which kind of bothers me more than civilians doing it. Okay. Well, honestly, Sarge, I have I really don't have a because I haven't heard what he said or seen what he said. Um, <laughs> and honestly, like I said before, whatever. At this point, I, I can am play it for you if you can hear him say it. I am so. No, I would rather see it for myself. I am so right now. This 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 enfranchised with this government. You know, screw them. Because that's basically what they say to us every time we put somebody well, well, in office. But anyway. Well, I know this might be going a bridge too far for you to admit. To admit but actually, what? Joe Biden is precisely, he embodies the sort of attitudes that were precisely envisioned by the framers of the Constitution when they wrote the Second Amendment. They wrote the Second Amendment for someone with the mentality of Joe Biden. Yeah, well, well I'm not getting into that. All right, but I got somebody else want to come in. So let's okay, go. Good right talk on. to you. I've been looking forward to talking to you many more times this year, yes, sir. Hey, put don't forget to put them, them them links in the chat room so I can check them out. All right. I will indeed. All right, thank you, sir. 
All right, let's see. Triple one, we got you. Who who I got here? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Well, I'm all right. How are you, sir? I'm cool. I'm cool. Yeah, this is Nas. All right. Huh? Yeah, this is Nas. But yeah, I got you, Nas. What's up, brother? Hey, nothing, man. It's just I, I wonder if they got like a you know, like a wheel of fortune type little thing in the office, and they just spin it around and say, okay, what right wing thing are we going to be outraged about this week? And they spin the wheel, and you know, about twenty of the places are probably Joe Biden issues. And it lands, and then, you know, they're upset all week. And then they call shows, and they tell you, Joe Biden compared nuclear weapons. Like, I just wonder, man, how much outrage can they farm from you people? How are y'all so upset every day? Every day? <laughs> uh, so, anyway, so going back to one of the other topics, the Brittany Griner topics, this is okay. a prime example of it. So, because Brittany Griner has become a polarizing figure, Why? just the anti-blackness that exists in America. So they put up this thing, oh, she won this award that Pat Tillman won. How is she deserving of this award? And they go into all this ridiculousness about Griner, and they'll farm this outrage for a couple of days all over social media, all the likes, shares, and retweets that they want. Then they'll move on to the next target. But I I just wonder, man, this has to be exhausting for people on the right. Like, do y'all ever get tired? I'm not talking to you, Mr. Targum. Specifically, you know who I'm talking about. Do y'all ever get tired of being mad about what they want you to be mad at that morning? No, because it keeps their attention right where they want it. That's why. <laughs> that's my point. You know, once you get to once you get to the point that you realize that's what's going on and, and the games is being played, you're like, man, forget them. You know. <laughs> and this is a high level game because. Like if you, I don't know if you saw the little spat between Steven Crowder and uh, Ben, whatever the hell his name is, I, I can't think of right now. Uh, Shapiro. Uh-huh. So supposedly Daily Wire offered him a, a contract, and this guy says they were trying to short him. The contract was upwards of fifty million dollars, so it pays really well to get old people mad every day and to always <laughs> constantly, constantly. Uh, use their fear and anger as a form of grifting. So just think about that, man. Steven Crowder turning down a $50 million deal. Mm-hmm. $50 million deal, huh? Woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> so how good of a radio host is Steven Crowder? My God. So, yeah, that, I mean, that's the game that's being played, man. But uh, the, so the Biden stuff, I guess, uh, they were talking about the documents. Which is a yeah. legitimate scandal, worth criticizing them for. Yeah, that I that I, I salute. Yeah, uh, you know, like I said, you know, I'm sure these two aren't the only one who's done it. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? And I I think it's just more political games. Yeah, he did it. Okay, he took them, just like Trump took them. Okay, and and what? You know, Biden was vice president. <laughs> At one time, do you think he didn't have none from that? Or, I mean, really? I mean, how how gullible mm-hmm. can we be? I'm sure if they would go back and take <laughs> all the presidents, vice presidents, former presidents, vice presidents, stuff. They would find a whole lot of classified stuff in there that they supposedly are not supposed to have had. Right. But and, and then the, we get to the point of: the, Are we talking about an error? I'll oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm back. No, we ain't talking about no error. We talking about just taking them. Period. You know, it's, it's like, it's, you know, it's, 
it's like when I was in Iraq. You know, first thing they say, no war trophies, no war trophies. Now, you're going to tell a bunch of 18, 19-year-olds you can't bring nothing back from uh, where you fought a war. Yeah, right. Like, that's really going to happen. You know? <laughs> Let's be honest. If we come up, you've been the president, the vice president. You've seen things that you know of nobody. Yeah, if I can get it, I'm getting it. You know? Mm-hmm. Now, how would anybody find out unless somebody told? Now, if these documents, as I said earlier, if these documents are just that important, then when these staffs uh, are checking what somebody else to monitor what they're taking, isn't that a logical right. easy solution? Yep. But see, yet, see, but the other the other part of it is we got most of these people who pretty much they're led around by age. They know, you know, they're told what to sign, they do whatever. But for the most part, we're not talking about anything nefarious where they got these long-term evil plans of using these classified documents for something, you know, against whoever. For the most part, it's just simply, hey, yeah, yeah, get them. Get get as much as you can. And how involved they are in that process, eh, I highly doubt they're sitting there selecting what's what. Right. You know, I I would even give Trump that benefit of the doubt. I would even go there. I'm, I'm not willing to say this dude was out here trying to compile a dossier to sell to China. Like, I, I just don't believe that kind of stuff, man. Yeah, I, have, I don't know, man. We, we do, do, to a place I mean, here's this thing. Do you ever remember the United States not having somebody to blame as an enemy? Think about that. Ooh. We always have to have somebody to blame as our enemy to keep something going. We can never be at peace with anybody. You know what I'm saying? I <laughs> You know, all you got is a hammer, you. everything looks like a nail. So if the majority yeah, you of know. your budget is going to the military, you're going to need somebody to fight eventually. See? Yeah, that's just by putting all that money that's supposed to go into it that doesn't. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Look, if Russia yeah, wants actually, to ask your boy, uh, Ask your boy Zelensky.
but you can go to the uh, National Archive, go to the National Archives Records Administration, NARA. Go to the website, you look at the Presidential Recovery Act. It is completely a civil procedure. It involves negotiations between a former president and that NARA for the return of documents that NARA thinks it should possess. And the ultimate thing that they can do under the Presidential Records Act is for an appointed magistrate, a federal judge, to intervene and subpoena the documents under the NARA Act, not under the FBI being concerned about what, um, you know, somebody said that Trump has in his possession, which is all them. They got a search warrant for that. Under the NARA, the judge goes under the Presidential Records Act, says, Mr. Trump, or whoever the president is, Return the document. I'm issuing a subpoena. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Besides the political political parties themselves, right? What in the heck does that have to do with the American citizen? Well, uh, well, as you tell me, I'll tell you what. First of all, I don't want any president, whether it's Trump, Biden, Obama. I don't care who it is who carelessly and negligently mishandles classified information. What do you think would have happened if Roosevelt had let copies of Operation Overlord get to William Keitel in the, over, in the German high command? What do you think might have would have happened on June 6, 1944? Somebody careless about Operation Overlord. Come on. You know why it's important? Now, I know the government overclassifies things, and they have too many things that are classified that shouldn't be, but let's face it. Some things should be classified, and I am convinced without specific evidence to cite, I admit, but I am absolutely convinced that given the first tranche of documents that was said to be involved with Great Britain, involving Russia collusion, with um, the Ukraine, involving Burisma and Hunter Biden, and with Iran, involving a lousy, corrupt Iran deal, I am convinced it was done to hide that information from being discovered by someone else due to Biden's actions when he was vice president under the Obama administration. And perhaps Obama's involvement in it. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, your sermon isn't going to change. So I don't want anybody in on this classified information. Here's the thing, though, Sarge. In the big scheme of things, what is that going to do for the American citizen? Not a dang Again, thing. That's a battle. You think our national security is important? National security? Yeah. National you, security. I mean, classified documents oftentimes, not always, so I've done just to hide the mess these politicians yeah, are in. I'm talking about when national, national security, when national security documents actually deal with items of national security importance. Don't you think it's important to keep no. that secure? Because we have no idea what it is anyway. Well, that's the whole point. Okay. And once again, we don't have the money to worry about that kind of crap. Okay? <laughs> we don't. So we shouldn't worry about them, them, them handling classified information properly. We just didn't worry about it. Ali Ali action free. Why not? We're not in, we we're not involved in the survival any in, in any survival plans if something was to jump off. Well, how do we know that? <laughs> how do we know that? You mean the location of nuclear silos and, you know, with chemical weapons are stored or, you know, that's not important to secure? 
No, Sarge. I, I, you know what, Sarge? Operational plans for troops in the field going on operations. That's not important, Mr. Good. You got satellites for that. No, 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 no. The satellites don't get everything. They have to orbit. You know, you move when the satellite's not in orbit. A satellite doesn't pick it up. Uh-huh. Even geosynchronous orbits, satellites don't get everything. Okay. All right, Sarge. They got, no, they got drones. They got drones, you know, and the drones help too. But let's face it. Nobody, no, there's not an army in the world that says, well, they got satellites and they got drones, so we'll just reveal all our plans to everybody. Gonna get well, stopped anyway. They're gonna find that, out anyway. That wouldn't be logical, Sarge. That wouldn't be logical there. I know it isn't, and that's why it's important to safeguard classified information, no matter what. Always going to be important, and everybody will continue to do it. And everybody who does it is going to instill. There's not a government on earth that not okay. does not instill severe penalties for mishandling classified information or giving it to okay. your adversaries and opponents. I'm gonna ask this question once again. If it's that serious, then why not have somebody watch these people pack these things, these um, papers up when when they're transitioning? What's That's a fair question. That's a fair question. But again, if President Trump, for instance, declassified those documents in his plenary declassification authority, according to the Supreme Court, Department of the Navy versus Egan, if he declassified those documents in the Supreme Authority, Declassification authority before they left the White House. It doesn't matter what classification markings are on them; they are uh, not classified documents. He was uh, not in possession of classified documents. Okay, you're done. So, so then, so then, the only thing is whether or not the archive seals for historical records keeping. It needs to have those documents back in its possession. The only thing is, how long are we gonna keep falling for the same old garbage? Okay. Now, yeah, he may have classified them. I guess the question then becomes, okay, did he follow the proper steps? I don't know. You don't know. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Remember, Supreme Court made a decision on this. Department of the Navy versus Egan. I don't believe me. Just read it yourself. They said his power to declassify is plenary. He doesn't have to wait for a bureaucrat to approve his decision to classify. If the bureaucrats say wanted to drag his feet because he didn't think the information that the president wanted to classify should be declassified at this time, and he decided to drag his feet to say, I don't know, months or a year. Does that mean what was ordered declassified wasn't? No, it was still declassified the second he gave an order to declassify. Sarge, thank you for that propaganda, but I'm not buying it. And I don't know. Take it up with them. Because you're using the same, the same arguments that, the quote-unquote right is using. Again, your argument's not with me. It's with the Supreme Court. They said it. I don't care, Sarge. I don't I mean, you're, you're arguing with me about the Department of Navy versus Egan, 1988. I'm to help you understand how irrelevant this thing is. Because it's something that's done. They do it. As I said before, oh. you probably can go to any of these presidents' former homes, museums, whatever, and find something that was quote-unquote um, 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 classified that somebody okay. missed file. That's what I'm saying. But my, my well, well, the issue is with me right now is these two competing dumb dumb groups um that's doing the same thing back and forth like tit for tat and in the long run it's the same thing. 
Neither one of them going to go to jail. Neither one of them going to be whatever. They're going to continue on, and we're going to be called the former president. We're going to be called the former president, former vice president, however they want to call him, and they're going to continue to make their money. Okay. Now, I'm going to say this about Donald Trump because everybody talks about what Donald Trump Look, whether, whether or not Donald Trump declassified the material in possession is an, is an evidentiary matter. If Donald Trump can produce credible evidence that he, in fact, did that, then he is not in possession of classified documents. They should have ascertained that before they made the raid. They should have handled it completely differently. This was unprecedented for a reason, because as you pointed out, Almost every president retains classified materials in their possession when they leave the White House. I don't believe there's one ever since they started classifying material that hasn't done it to some degree or other. Not one. But never before has one had the FBI serve a search warrant on their private property. Never. If Barack Obama had to pay $800,000 to NARA to move documents that were classified from a warehouse in Highland Park, Illinois, that just had a padlock on the door and wasn't even secured by security guards. And, he, and because they had negotiations with NARA, NARA said, okay, you pay 800 grand us, we'll go down there and move all those documents back to where they belong. The Biden administration agreed to it, and it was done. It was no civil penalty, no FBI raid, despite the fact that those documents weren't properly secured. Okay. So, and that's the way it should have been with Trump. It should be okay. that way with well, Biden. Is different though, because he's got them in a place where there isn't even a pretense of security. It's gone. You know, Sarge, Sarge, I don't care. <laughs> well, I know, but other people do, and we're not going to drop it. Any of them? I don't care about any of them. I don't. All right, I don't. But other people do, and we're not going to drop it. We're going to try to see this through to where it's rightful what? ending. See, that's the thing. What are you trying to see through? A tit for tat war between uh, holding people accountable for gross neglect of critical security information to the United States. That's well, their main job. Their main job is not to give you a student loan. Their main please. job is to secure this country and protect it from its enemies or its adversaries or its spies or anything. That's their main uh-huh. job. Uh-huh. Not to give you student loans. Okay, Sarge. Well, yeah, you know, I, I'm not. Yeah, I, I know how you feel about it. So, okay, all right. That'll, that'll so, work like I say, we'll see. And I, I think I'm hoping that justice is done. I don't want anybody to set Biden up. I don't want him to just get him for the sake of getting him. I want him to see his, what his behavior is in accordance with the facts, the evidence, and the law, and let what be done must what should be done be done. He, what you talking about? He the president. He don't have. <laughs> Let me stop. Let me. <laughs> well, Nixon was president too, man. But let's not forget that Richard M. Nixon was at one in the most popular landslide of all presidential elections ever, and he was forced to leave office. Oh, come on, man. Come on, now. Come on, come on. Well, that, that's a fact. He had the, he won by the biggest margin of any presidential election in history, and they forced him to leave Here. office. Here, what has that done for me lately? What has these classified I, I understand that Joe Biden is the president, right? He at least he holds the title of president, even though other people are actually presidenting. He's not the one doing the president. He's just a marionette that they put papers in front of him telling the sign. If this came up, if this came up three, four years ago, I still wouldn't have cared. Just like I don't care about them raiding Trump place. I don't care about him having – I don't care. 
Well, well, I'm not asking you to care. I mean, it doesn't matter to me if you care or not. I'm simply pointing out the fact and the no, truth. No, what you're pointing out is... So you all of them care about everything equally. Okay. I, I, I can't yell over you anymore. Okay, look. Sarge, in the big scheme of things, them having their little classified documents, whatever. They all do it. Okay, what they use it for, is that's up to them. It is. It's up to them. We have no... No market in that that poker game they're playing up there in Capitol in Washington right now. We have no coins in that, none. And what you know, that's why I haven't been talking about it because that's the way I feel about it, really. You know, now you got the Republicans controlling the House. They they want to go after. Ooh, Hunter, they still want to go after Hunter. They want to go after, see if they can't get something on Biden because the Democrats supposedly got something on Trump. And it don't look like the American citizens anywhere in there, does it? No, because the American citizens is not being considered in this. This is a fight between two bands of idiots to see who can win control of 2024. But then we're going to replay the whole thing all over again. If they're going to charge them, charge them. If they're going to let them return them, let them return them. Let's move on. Let's move on. Because the only thing you're hearing now is right-wing talking points, left-wing talking points. Nobody's trying to understand anything. And everybody is, yeah, screw that. Who cares? Who really cares? All right, y'all, we're in overtime, so let me get up out of here. Thank you for hanging out with me today. Sarge, as always, I'll see you next Thursday. I'm going to check on those things, too. You can believe that. P. Yankee, um, Nas, I saw Rolling Roll Tide Dogs. Um, thank you for joining us. Well, everybody else listening that I didn't get to see. Um, thank you all for hanging out with me today. I appreciate it. Just remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart. So make sure you forgive yourself first. And the biggest, best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. You can laugh at yourself. Everything else is just groovy. All right? So until then, man, y'all have a great week, Ken. And uh, we'll see you back here next Thursday at 3 p.m. Central Time. My email is ericletslettstalk at gmail.com. You want to send me a message or no idea for a show or anything like that, more than happy. More than happy. Um, I'm on all social media and, uh, those who can contact me outside of blog talk, you're more than welcome to do that as well. All right. So we're going to get out of here. Thank you once again. And, um, just remember, man, no matter what these folks try to tell you, I don't care what side you're on or whatever. Just remember, just keep your head up. All right. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Gotta keep your head up, oh, and you can let your head
Just kicking these rocks, it's kind of hard to watch this life go by. I'm buying into skeptics, skeptics mess with the confidence in my eyes. I'm seeing all the angles, thoughts get tangled. I start to compromise my life and my purpose. Is it all worth it? Am I going to turn out fine? Oh, you turn out fine. Gotta keep your head up oh, And you can let your head down hey, You gotta keep your Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram <laughs> Judy was boring Hello Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com It's my little escape Now Judy's the life of the party Oh baby, mama's bringing home the bacon Whoa, take it easy Judy <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.